programs for the international communities of Greater Toronto. Opinions and views expressed here do not necessarily represent those of this station. Now programming for Toronto's Irish community on AM 1430 Fairchild Radio. the way to kick off your Saturday. You're very welcome to Keologus Crack. Myself and Mark are back in the country <laughs> to Firma and uh, delighted to be back. The Thrilled. voices are going to be a wee bit off. We're both yeah. a bit under the weather and certainly we should, not uh, uh, sleeping well. <laughs> we should uh, apologise ahead of time if there's a bout of coughing that breaks out on, li- on live radio. That's one of the things that could happen. Yeah, definitely. But, um, yeah, I think I might have gave you something, but uh, maybe I think I got two things at once. I'm not sleeping well these nights. I'm thinking I'm missing the the, uh, the pattern of your snoring. Maybe <laughs> <laughs> that was rocking me to sleep there in Japan. That could be it. That could be it already. Anyway. Yeah. Um, it's a the time change has uh, has worked itself and uh, it's not going in our favor. No, it's interesting. Uh, we didn't chat to each other since we got back until yesterday, and uh, 
I started to cry the blues with you that I couldn't get back in sync and mm-hmm. you were like the exact same. Yeah, indeed. So, uh, man, it's taken, it's taken its toll a bit, but um, have it, uh, I'll pay the price, though. It's ah, okay. yeah, absolutely. It has it's to be okay. done. We yeah. kicked off the show there. That's Clina Hagen, the pride of Ballandurry in County Tyrone. That's her latest single from a forthcoming album. It's not even named yet, Mark. That's how hot we are <laughs> with the tunes. But that uh, particular track there is uh, Keeping Cool Company. And we did that in Japan. We kept a lot of cool company over there, didn't we? We sure did, yeah. We had a great bunch of lads. We had we had Carlo lads. We had Dublin lads. And they're from living all over the, living all over the world. Yeah, indeed. <laughs> from Paris, San Francisco. Dublin, yeah. Canada, Belfast. Yeah. yeah, it's great. Great yeah, now. It's wonderful now. Except great for the time. rugby. It was Except great for the rugby. For the Irish rugby. Uh, everybody else seemed to be enjoying it. And uh, just to let our listeners know, maybe give them a, a bit of a flavour of what Tokyo was like. It was absolutely amazing. The people hmm. in uh, Japan were so wonderful. They give us a run for their money, uh, for our money, in terms of their friendliness and uh, how helpful they were. place is absolutely spotless. And... Um, yeah, it was a great time. Loads and loads of Irish people there. We just met yeah. so many Irish people. It's incredible. And even when we were out at the tournament at all the other games, yeah. nothing but green jerseys around. Yeah, it really was incredible that um, I wonder if they keep a statistic on, on from a tourism perspective. I mean, just for that window of the World Cup, I would imagine that we drowned out almost all of the other countries because we definitely outnumbered them. I would say, yeah, um, you're right. You know, particularly at the games where we were expecting to be playing and we still showed up, I suppose, as a love of rugby up. in the country. So Yeah, indeed. And, um, but you're absolutely right about the Japanese people. They were incredible. And we, of course, got to enjoy Japan playing a game at home, which was one of the events of the, um, the trip for me as well. So And so many of the Japanese, when we'd meet them out and, and we had our Irish gear on, would want to sing shoulder to shoulder with us. <laughs> it was incredible. And, yeah, and we got some good footage there. Yeah, it was very, very good. Uh, no, And a beautiful country, so if anyone's ever thinking about it, definitely uh, well worth the uh, the visit. So, uh, And then yeah. congratulations to South Africa. They yeah. now are the holders of the Ellis Trophy and... Uh, a big win today over England, who most people would have had as favourites to win the uh, the tournament after them beating the All Blacks. Superb mm-hmm. performance. We were at the game, and you had to give credit to uh, to England for uh, for dominating that game. But South Africa handed it right back they to did. them again then today, yeah. and they just never uh, never got off the uh, mm-hmm. never got off on it. So uh, yeah, it was an incredible performance, and uh, it all came to an end. And we all move on now to France in four years, and Ireland begin their uh, their rebuild, I suppose, under new management. So we'll hopefully uh, better things ahead. Yeah, a couple uh, of our group actually <coughs> met uh, the new Irish coach and uh, Chris Farrell in uh, one of the train stations. That's right. Before yeah. the England game, and got their picture taken with them. Um, we had our own picture taken with one of the referees, Roman Poet, who was out doing a bit of tourist action in Kyoto when we went down there and we uh, spotted him in the crowd and yeah. and he was gracious enough to, uh, to stand in with us so yeah. he was uh, one of the assistant referees today so he was yeah uh, good, and we, uh, uh, we, we spotted Shane Lowry when we were there we as well indeed. out on the town partying Shane was on the town yeah Speaking of Shane, too, he's uh, he's had three rounds of 72, so he's level par. But Mr. McElroy has taken a one-shot lead into the final round in Shanghai. So uh, it'll be interesting to see uh, how he uh, finishes it up in the in the fourth round there. Yeah, it's a World Golf Championship event there that's going on. So, yeah, good stuff. Um, I do have a, a little bit of um, sad news to pass on to the community. Um, a few people now have reached out to us um, about the sudden passing of uh, Pauline Ann 
uh, otherwise known as Polly Freel. And um, uh, she's only 52 years of age. Uh, Ken, she died on October 28th, uh, quite suddenly. And um, she was um, she is the daughter of um, um, Eddie and Margaret Freel. Um, and uh, she has brother Brian and John. Anyway, she was um, uh, anyway, it's quite quite a sad situation, yes, quite indeed. sudden. I do have some funeral details because um, the Friels are very well known in the Irish community. There will be a visitation at the Turner and Porter uh, in the Butler Chapel. Uh, that's at 4933 Dundas Street West. Um, that's down around the Dundas and Islington area there. And that the visitation will be tomorrow, Sunday, November the 3rd, from 2 to 5 p.m. That's again a Turner and Porter at 4933 Dundas Street West. Um, from 2 to 5 tomorrow so there's only one visitation and then there'll be a mass at All Saints Roman Catholic Church that's at 1415 Royal York Road in Etobicoke and that's taking place at 10am on Monday morning so the visitation tomorrow from 2 to 5 at Turner and Porter and Dundas and the mass at 10am um, at 1415 uh, Royal uh, York Road anyway our condolences go oh, to the entire yeah. family that's um, quite a shock and um you know, I have to say, I, I didn't know Polly myself, but I'm looking at the picture of her, and I recognise her from numerous events that we've attended around the yeah, uh, indeed, around yeah. the city over the years. So, same age as ourselves, so very uh, touching um, yeah. and uh, hard to take now that news there. But Absolutely, uh, yeah. And uh, thanks to Denise Hogan too, who sent us in an email on that. That would have been Pauline's cousin as well. So, our, certainly, our condolences go to uh, to all the Friels and all the the family and relatives there. Yeah, and so her dad, Eddie, is a Donegal man, and uh, her mum is actually from Clare. And um, I think, Ken, you might have an old Clare tune lined just up. Just so happens, there, so. Mark, yeah. I just yeah. Uh, had lined up the, the tracks, and we've got a bit of Spencer Hill here, and uh, the High Kings will play a bit of that here. Man. Last night as I lay dreaming of pleasant days gone by my mind been bent on rambling to Ireland, I did fly. I leapt on board a vision, and I followed it with a will, till I gladly came to anchor at the cross of Spansel Hill. And when our duty did commence, we all knelt down in prayer In hopes for to be ready to climb the golden stair And when back home returning, we danced with the right goodwill Oh, to Martin Moylan's music at the cross of Spansel
family invite you to visit downtown Toronto's oasis of Irish hospitality at the Irish Embassy, 49 Young Street at Wellington, and PJ O'Brien's at 39 Colborne, just behind the King Edward Hotel. The Irish Embassy, a landmark of classic architecture, is your downtown destination for drinks, snacks, lunch, or dinner. Call 416-866-8282. And just around the corner, enjoy the local pub atmosphere of PJ O'Brien's, serving the best in pub fare and also your downtown venue for an intimate evening dinner. PJ's has live music every Friday and Saturday night. Call PJ's at 416-815-7562. All right, it's time to get the news from Ireland. A man that's just fresh from his trick-or-treating with his young kids out there, dressed up as the Incredibles. It's Mr. Incredible himself, Desmond Devoy with the news from Ireland. Good morning, Desmond. Thank you for that incredible introduction. And good morning, folks. Desmond DeVoy here with the news from Ireland. The news is brought to you by our friends at Aer Lingus. Here are the top stories that are making headlines in Ireland. Our top story this morning. Voters in the Republic of Ireland will not be heading to the polls before Christmas time, but voters in Northern Ireland will, for the third time in five years, vote in Westminster elections on Thursday, December the 12th. RTE News reports that Teo Taoiseach Leo Varadkar ruled out an early general election, saying it was not in the country's best interest with so much uncertainty around Brexit. He spoke to the media after Wednesday's cabinet meeting. He noted that, quote, very often in Ireland, elections are undecisive. It can take weeks or months to form a new government. In Britain, the new Brexit party could well hold the balance of power, he noted, and that Ireland did not need a caretaker government during, quote, potentially dangerous time for Ireland. In September, Varadkar told a Fine Gael parliamentary party meeting in Cork that May 2020 was, quote, 
the right moment for a vote because either a Brexit deal would be done or the worst of a no-deal Brexit would be over. But ballot papers will still be dropped into ballot boxes in Ireland later this year, as this means that four by-elections will now continue in Cork North Central, Dublin Midwest, Dublin Single and Wexford. The November 29th votes are being held to replace TDs who were elected to the European Parliament in May. Meanwhile, in Northern Ireland, fighting has already erupted, but amongst Unionist politicians, Sir Geoffrey Donaldson of the Democratic Unionist Party has asked Ulster Unionist Party leader in waiting, Steve Aiken, to reconsider his decision not to form a Unionist pact. The pact would see only one Unionist candidate standing in each riding to maximize their vote, rather than splitting the vote and allowing for, say, a Sinn Féin win. Aiken, who is in line to replace outgoing UUP leader Robin Swan, said he intends to run UUP candidates in every riding. A follow-up on last week's top story, in which the bodies of 39 migrants were discovered in County Essex, England, in a truck driven by an Irishman. Since we went off air in Toronto last Saturday morning, we have discovered that the eight females and 31 males were actually all Vietnamese. They were discovered in the back of the truck on October 23rd at 1.38 a.m. Driver Maurice Robinson, 25, from Craig Avon, County Armagh, has been charged with 39 counts of manslaughter, conspiracy to traffic people, conspiracy to assist unlawful immigration, and money laundering. He has been remanded in custody, according to the Belfast Telegraph. Another Northern Ireland truck driver, Eamon Harrison, 23, from Mayo Bridge, County Down, was arrested on a European arrest warrant in the holding cells of the Criminal Courts of Justice on Parkgate Street, Dublin, on Friday morning, and brought before the High Court. British authorities are seeking to have him extradited to Britain for prosecution on 39 counts of manslaughter, one charge of conspiracy to commit human trafficking, and another of conspiracy to assist unlawful immigration. The extradition case was adjourned for a hearing later this month, according to the Irish Times. Gardy alleged that it was Harrison who drove the trailer unit containing the migrants to the Belgian port of Zeebrugge before it was transported to the UK and collected by Robinson in Essex. The manhunts do not end there, though detectives want to speak to two brothers from County Armagh who are wanted in connection with the case to hand themselves over to the Police Service of Northern Ireland. <coughs> Excuse me. Police told a press conference in Belfast on Friday that they have spoken by telephone to one of the brothers, Ronan Hughes, 40, and Christopher Hughes, 34. Three other people arrested in connection to the death have been released on bail. This week in our Local News Matters segment, we turned towards the southwest, where with, we start with a particularly shocking story from Limerick. The Irish Daily Mirror reports that thieves stole up to €4,000 from a charity set up to help sick children. This past Monday, for the second time in the past two months, robbers again broke into the Share a Dream Foundation's Fantasyland Play Centre, ransacking the place. They are believed to have cut through a steel security fence at the back of the property before tunnelling through a back wall and smashing their way in through an interior wall into the children's supermarket play area. Wearing face masks, masks the crooks ransacked offices upstairs before fleeing with a safe, a petty cash box, and the proceeds of a giant glass bowl of cash donations. The money was left over from the bank holiday weekend. The charity fulfills the wishes of terminally ill children. Well, let's shift gears to something happier this morning, and news from Watford, where congratulations are in order for Tom Boyle, who graduated with a Bachelor of Arts with Honours degree in English and Irish from the Watford Institute of Technology on Thursday. Oh, and did did we mention he is 82 years old? He was joined at the ceremony by his wife of 55 years, 
Phyllis, and their seven children, according to Waterford Live. He said if he had one regret is that he didn't do it sooner. The Kerry Man reports on a real Catch-22 there. More than six years after it opened, 21 beds are still lying idle at the Kenmare Community Hospital after there turned out to be not enough staff to open the beds. There's a similar situation where eight beds remain closed at the Dingle Hospital. Meanwhile, at University Hospital Kerry in Tralee, 33 people were on trolleys as of last Monday, and many of them should be at their local community hospital, like the ones in Dingle or Kenmare. Finally, it appears that if all went according to plan, some teenagers in Limerick ended up with egg on their face this Halloween, figuratively anyway. The Limerick Leader reports that a number of shops in the city are refusing to sell eggs to use on Halloween, lest they be used to egg someone's property. On Thursday afternoon, four or five teenagers were seen asking shoppers entering the Tesco at the Roxborough Community Shopping Centre rather to buy them eggs, all to no avail. And there you go, folks. That was the news from Ireland for this week. The news is brought to you by our friends at Aer Lingus. Book your winter getaway with Aer Lingus, Ireland's airline. Fly Toronto to Dublin and connect to more than 20 European destinations. Grave fares also available from Ottawa and 14 other Canadian cities. Make 2019 your best one yet with a trip of a lifetime to more than 20 European destinations like Dublin, London, Paris, Amsterdam and more. There are so many places to choose from and all at great prices. Get a great deal now at www.erlingus.com. That's www.aerlingus.com. Now you're up to date. Now it's back to the lads, back from their victories in Japan with Kyolagus Crack. So until next week, Slan Go Foil.
Just a lovely little sound uh, from Black Bank Folk. They uh, burst onto the Irish uh, music scene, Mark, a couple of years ago, 2016, with a debut album called Rising, which is uh, very best. good. You're the best at digging this stuff up. Asher now, look at I have to try and <laughs> keep this skill. going. Uh, but a few of those tracks from Rising now will keep till uh, maybe around Easter time. Yeah, you yeah. Know? But that one there was called, it's from their latest album in uh, 2019 called Last Star Fall. Good man. And that's uh, from that. They uh, actually do a collaboration track on that album with uh, your man Damien Dempsey. All right, yeah. It was was very good. The band is made up of a fella called James Sheeran, John and Mark Colbert, Sean McKeown and Sharon Hussey. They're all like winners of uh, traditional music and singing and fiddle playing. Good good amalgamation of talent there. Tell you what now. Get a listen to those lads, Black Bank Folk, some uh, great, great albums. Man, yourself, there, great slew. I'll yeah. tell you, if I was doing the music at 26 uh-huh. minutes past 10, we'd be three Joe tunes <laughs> deep already. <laughs> Good man, yourself. Hey, right, uh, yes. I, I, I forgot to, um, at the top of the show, we have to do a big shout out to Yvonne for filling in for oh, us last, sure she was the, best. the last couple of weeks. Yeah. And uh, some coup, she got... Um, She's got Andy Morn on last week. Very good. And we listening to it from Japan. We were. On the train. He could talk for Ireland, apparently. Yeah, he's very good. Yeah. He's very good. But um, anyway, some coup, but our, a big thanks go out to Yvonne. She's yeah, got great accolades uh, through social media. Yeah. Um, you know, we're Brilliant. We, we definitely have to uh, up our game a little bit, Ken. Up our game or maybe just go away more often. Yeah. Or sell the whole <laughs> thing. <laughs> Let her back in. Yeah. Ah, that's great. For well sale, done. Yvonne. If it's for sale, if you're listening, Yvonne. There you go. The right price. You can have it all. And uh, it all. just staying with the the uh, the GAA, they announced the GAA Players of the they Year did indeed, yeah. yesterday. And um, Stephen Cluxton was the uh, Gaelic Footballer of the Year. Um, interesting that they gave it to a goalkeeper, yes. but he definitely uh, he definitely was worth it. And Seamus Callanan from Tipperary was the Hurler of the Year. Um, full forward scored a goal in every game in the championship Imagine. that's some going isn't that it? is some going no, that's what a full forward's supposed to do but it he is. did it he did <laughs> it play to him yeah that's and uh, fairly well spoken fella now I was listening to an interview um, uh, with him there recently so anyway 
Good stuff. We have All someone right. calling in soon, don't we? We do, yeah. Uh, Sinead Canavan is calling in at the bottom of the hour. And we also have um, Shane O'Neill calling in to talk about the Irish Person of the Year. Uh, that is coming up, ne- you know, obviously, next year in March. But uh, he wants to get the word out. So we'll uh, we'll have a chat with, uh, hmm. with Shane as well. And uh, stay tuned a little bit later. I have the latest new track from Nathan Carter. Oh, one of your favorites. Wished. I know. Oh, I know yeah. it goes down well anyway. Um, all right. Well, we play a wee bit of music here. Yeah. You know what? For Yvonne, here's a, a Mayo band. Oh, Vickers Vimy. They're now they're living around Galway area, but they're from Mayo. So yeah. we'll play this for the emigrated.
right, there you go. That's Vickers Vimy and uh, a good me old band. All right, well, we said we had a guest on the show, and we certainly do. Called in right on time, Sinead Canavan, chair of the Irish Cultural Society. Good morning, Sinead. You're very welcome to the program. So much. So, how's things with you? You're keeping busy, are you? I am keeping busy, uh, not only with my with my work, as construction season tends to wind down this time of year, but also with um, the work I'm doing for on behalf of the Irish community, uh, taking on the torch that Michael Hurley so kindly passed off to me last year. And um, I guess I could say I'm officially flying on my own uh, this year without, without the support of Michael. Um, so we have our, our pot of gold ready to go. Uh, I have packages of tickets for our sellers that I'll be handing out tomorrow to anyone who's in attendance uh, from our list of sellers at the uh, Massive Memory that's taking place tomorrow afternoon. And of course, uh, we did send out a wee reminder to um, the very kind people who bought tickets last year to let them know that tickets are on sale again, and that uh, we would appreciate their support. And it's not just uh, the Irish Cultural Society that would appreciate the support, but it is, I think last year was 16 organizations that we were able to provide grants to last year through the funds raised. So uh, a very um, important bit of fundraising that happens around this time of year. Yeah, no doubt you do great uh, great work and uh, the community certainly benefits from it. I can tell you that I did get my letter this week, mm-hmm. so uh, they're out there. You can uh, You can believe that. So well done. Oh, good. Canada Post is on the ball. They're working. They're working away. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> good, yeah. to, good to know. That's great. So, um, and how are you, uh, you want to give out any of the names at all now or? or oh, sure in terms of the sellers? Yeah. Oh, well. Um, I'm sure people are probably go back to their, their normal I crew. think people do like to go back to their normal crew. Um, but um, in terms of a, a bit of a change is that um, Michael Hurley uh, is, is is also uh, easing on his um, salesman's duties of tickets, uh, but we have a we have a way to um, uh, connect with the people who he uh, often reached out to to purchase tickets. So uh, there shouldn't be much of a gap in service in terms of the way Michael handled uh, those tickets as well. But so you know the the people that usually buy from Michael will be in touch. Uh, Rory O'Shea is a big ticket seller. Mary Kelly. Um, also on our committee with the Irish Cultural Society. Uh, she's taken on quite a few tickets. Um, Sean O'Neill at the Senior Centre. And uh, we often leave, we, we've left some books and plan to leave some books this year at both the Brampton Irish Centre, the Mississauga uh, Irish Supporters Club, a bit of home. Um, so at, at popular places where people may be, uh, the Galway Arms, we uh, have some tickets there as well. So. Uh, there's there's ways to reach tickets. Con O'Connell is another uh, big seller. Um, yeah, there's there's a long list. But That's great. Yeah, we couldn't do it without them for sure. Sinead, it's Mark here. Good morning. How are you? I'm well, Mark. How are you? I'm good, thank you. I'm good. Yeah. Um, good. Quick question for you. I know yeah. you mentioned, is it 16 organizations that you support right now? Yeah. Which has probably risen over the years. Um, is yeah. the Is the, I guess, portfolio closed or... If there are people interested in, in, or if they're involved in organizations that they feel are worthy of, or they're grant worthy, if you will, um, is there a process that needs to be followed for that to happen, or is the uh, is the in full, so to speak? 
Well, the inn is full for 2020 uh, because basically the way it happens is we submit a list of names to the city when we apply for our lottery license. Right. And they review them and approve us um, ahead of time and sort of, yes, you can go ahead and, and grant these organizations money. But that doesn't mean the inn is closed forever because the um, should all things go well, there will be a 2021 pot of gold and people can connect with us and we can add them to our list. So uh, the, the challenge, though, is that the, um, the pot of gold can still only be $50,000. So it just means uh, smaller slices of pie. But yeah. I would say um, it's still worthwhile to submit your um, information because I think it's good to know that there are more people in need mm. and there's always ways to find um, support for them. Good if it's stuff. not through this, there are other ways. So basically, in order to qualify, uh, you need to be in the city of Toronto, located in the city of Toronto. The money has to be, um, uh, most of the money has to be spent in the city of Toronto, and you must be a charity. All right. Very good. Oh, sorry, a not-for-profit, okay. a not-for-profit organization. Well, so couple, pretty pretty easy criteria, to mm, be honest. It's a couple of years yeah. since Ken and myself got the names pulled out of the hat, so uh, see what you can do for us this year. We're short a few, oh. Bob. I yeah. After the trip, you need to you need to make up a, a credit card payment or two. Oh, at least yeah, yeah. <laughs> Tell them to give it a good whirl now. When they're picking I, out the tickets. You know, that thing gets a whirl. Uh, it gets shaken around quite a bit, and it is it is one of those things. It really is just luck of the draw. Like and, you know, everyone hopes every week that their name is on the on the poll, and um, you know, especially when there's a, a bigger prize, but. 26 draws, and I think one of the my favorite thing is that even though your name may be pulled out as a winner one week, it goes back in, in the draw, and you have a chance the following week again. So that's, great. that's always a nice thing. Yeah. Good stuff, Sinead. Well, uh, well, folks can have a look out for you tomorrow down at the Mass as well yeah. and, uh, and have a chat with you. And, uh, yeah, and, and, if, and if folks um, uh, are my sellers who I don't have email addresses for yet uh, who want to uh, arrange for tickets should give me a shout my name is on um, my name and numbers out and about there but I can uh, you can call Mary or my dad as well and, and we'll we'll get the tickets to you somehow this week so tickets are on the streets brilliant great thank you both for your time have a great day thanks a million Sinead thanks for okay. calling in thanks for taking the yep. time all, all right, the best bye-bye. good luck good luck bye when you think of Irish tradition what comes to mind Live music, great hospitality, and a pub atmosphere of laughter and song imported from the Emerald Isle itself. And one of Ireland's greatest imports is the Keane family, serving up the finest fare and crack this side of County Galway since 1991 at the Galway Arms. The family-owned pub has been charming patrons since, well, last century, and as a result attracts some of the GTA's greatest Irish characters. Known far and wide for its chef-designed menu and traditional Irish music, It's also Toronto's home of Gaelic games live from Ireland on the big screens. You can like them on Facebook and you're sure to like them in person. Visit thegalwayarms.ca to view daily specials. The Galway Arms, your home away from home and not too far from home at 838 The Queensway in Etobicoke. Call 416-251-0096. Make a date and make it for the Galway Arms.
bit of Schlego and a bit of Johnny Cash. Uh-huh. Sandy Kelly. Do you remember Sandy Kelly? She used to have a television program. Don't remember her. Years no. ago now. Yeah. There Brilliant. you go. So, uh, Woodcarver, name of that song. Good stuff. Nice wee track. Come on yourself. You're playing a stormer here now. Oh, sure now. Look at 10.44. 10.44. We're supposed to have another call here now I'm any minute. Boris Allais. Uh, oh, oh, we might need an interpreter. Oh, look at that. Okay, we'll get him live on here now. He's flashing. I hope it's him now. I wonder if he's ready. Let's see. Okay, here we go. Here we go. 
Who have we? Uh, we're hoping that it's Shane O'Neill. A very good morning, Shane. Morning, Ken. How are you? Aha, it is yourself. Hey. Good, good, good. Right on time, too. Well done. Welcome back to the uh, to getting your feet back in the ground. Oh, I'll tell you. Struggling, struggling. <laughs> <laughs> Very good. In uh, more ways than did one. Did you watch the final this morning? So, uh, how are things with you, Shane? Oh, not bad, not bad. You know, for Saturday morning in November. Indeed. For um, Irish Person of the Year. Yeah, talk to us. This is the big 30th now and you're getting the word out early. We are. We're starting. We're starting. We've got 30 days. We, we had a soft launch yesterday. Very soft. Uh, but obviously we're announcing today that um, the nominations are open for Irish Person of the Year. It's our 30th year. Uh, and nominations are open from November 1st to November 30th. Which is, again, the Saturday, the end of the month. So, um, yeah. The nominations are open. As it's our Good 30th, stuff. it's going well, to be um, hopefully an exciting year. We are going year. to look forward to a big event now within been at the 30th. Um, are you letting out any trade secrets or is that all just still in the works? Uh, a lot of it is in the works, but yes, we're working on a on a, on a larger programme given that it is our 30th. Um, you know, let's, let's uh, work with the nominations. We have some ideas that, as I said, we're working on at the moment and, and hopefully we can combine the two and have a have a wonderful event next year. Um, the, the just a reminder: the luncheon's on the on Sunday, March eighth, at the Hilton. Um, and we've we've changed the menu so far, so uh, that's a start. Well, listen, um, you know, Tipperary won the All Ireland, and Shane and Geraldine Brown is the reigning uh, Ireland Person of the Year. So, we're going to try to change it up a bit. Can we? Can is there any way we can kind of blackout Tipperary for this one? I think we need all the counties, but um, you know we, we, we can. We can. I don't know. Do you want to make me less relevant? I don't think so. I don't think so. Very good. So, uh, look at remind the listeners again for nominations. Uh, Shane, the uh, the old email there. Send it. Email out. address is ipoytoronto at gmail dot com. Fantastic stuff that's uh, that's great and um we will look forward to uh, chatting to you again when the big announcement is ready to be made i suppose all right ken mark thanks very much you're good a man you're shane a good man. best of luck with it this year we look forward to Cheers, supporting guys. it and uh thank I you s- i suppose the next time we'll hear you maybe you'll have a reminder but the next time we hear from you might be when you're making the big announcement exactly yes but uh, hopefully we'll have we'll have a we'll have a reminder some part way through the month Good man. We'll, ah, that's great. We'll, we'll keep stuff. reminding uh, listeners as well, Shane. All good. That's great. Thanks, guys. Thanks a million, Shane. Thanks good for man, calling Shane. in. All the Have best. Have a wonderful day. Good luck. Bye. 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 Very good. Oh. Looking forward to that now, the big 30th. Huh? And from Bursalay running the show there oh, now. Oh, Bursalay. There wouldn't be too many people from Bursalay on radio, would there? No. Wouldn't be too many people from Bursalay, period. <laughs> <laughs> A one-trick town, is it? It's uh, it's a fairly fairly small place now. I'll tell you that. All right. But anyway, um, well, look at we'll good. Uh, Are we keeping going with a few tunes we'll here? We'll play a tune and then we'll come back and do a calendar because we better get that in as well. There's a bunch of events happening in November. Perfect. All right. And I did promise you that uh, I was going to play one of your fellows here, um, Nathan Carter, and his latest one. It's called Donnybrook Fair, oh. and he's uh, doing it uh, in collaboration with Finbar Fury. Oh, brilliant! 
So uh, let's have a wee listen now from his forthcoming album. From the moment I saw her I was trapped by her snare Oh, how young and so beautiful Was the lass at the Donnybrook Fair In the cotton dress white as snow And her tawny red such a vision did I ever see Was last at the Donnybrook Fair In my life never have I felt so confused How a girl could enchant with one smile And my heart and my breast beat so fast I was caught in her spell Truly beguiled won't you come along with me tonight On my bed we will share To a room she took me on She poured me sweet wine Did the last at the Donnybrook Fair House 13, all the way from the Open Gate Brewery at St. James Gate in Dublin. Double hopped for a more flavourful lager from the first sip to the crisp finish. Earning its name from the original Hop House 13 at St. James Gate. Available at select pubs and now arriving across Canada in 500ml cans. Guinness Hop House 13. More hops, more taste, more character. More character indeed, and uh, there'll be lots of characters out and about throughout November with everything going on. We have the uh, the Dancing with Maureen is uh, back, and on Monday she's at the Ireland Supporters Club there in Ridgeway in Mississauga from half seven to half nine. And Tuesday she's down in the Corktown Pub in Young Street in Hamilton. 
Same time, half seven and a half nine on a Wednesday at the Emerald Isle Senior Centre on the Danforth. From uh, half five to half seven is the children, and then the adults take over at uh, 7.30 to 9.30. You can give Maureen a call at 416-446-6993 or send her an email, moleary2001 at rogers.com. Durham Irish Association Raise the Float with Hugo Strani is happening tonight at the Durham Celtic Supporters Club. That's taking place at 110 Ash Street in Whitby, Ontario. 8pm to close them and the entertainment will be by Hugo there will be food provided, tickets are $25 per person and the proceeds are to help for the 2020 parade costs we were chatting with Sinead earlier and she talked about the uh, the annual Mass of Memory. It's the 29th annual Mass of Memory taking place tomorrow, the 3rd of November, at St. Paul's Basilica at 83 Power Street in Toronto. The Irish Choral Society of Canada will uh, will be singing at half two and the Mass will be at three o'clock. There'll be a reception to follow and uh, the proceeds to support the Children's Breakfast Club of St. Paul's Basilica. It is streetcar accessible and there is parking in the school lot just east of the Basilica. At the Mass, the names of those that have passed this year will be remembered in a very special way. And if you wish to uh, have a name read, please contact Geraldine at 416-573-1205 or you can give Colette a call at 416-651-3953 or Mairead at 416-264-5363. This is always a great afternoon for uh, the community. So uh, please tell your friends and come on out. And if anybody has anything for the uh, reception afterwards, please feel free to uh, to bring maybe some uh, baked goods in. And I want to mention also uh, what's happening tonight. I had a note from Gerling that um, there are tickets available for the play uh, that's going on. Nobody's talking to me. It was sold out last night, but um, there are still some tickets available apparently tonight. And this is a laugh out loud comedy. Heard it's mark. brilliant. Yeah. Heard it's brilliant. Is that right? Yeah. Well, yeah. good. So there you go, folks. If you have nothing planned tonight, why don't you get yourselves down there and uh, see a good play, as usual, by the Toronto Irish mm-hmm. players? All right, and then if you're in mood and you're feeling a bit intelligent, uh, you can take it up with the uh, the Ireland Canada Chamber of Commerce. They got the annual quiz happening on the seventh of November, and uh, that all starts at six uh, thirty for registration and seven p.m. for the for the quiz. And that's happening down there at Quinn's Steakhouse and Irish Bar. That's at the Sheraton Centre, but everyone knows that. 96 Mm. Richmond Street, and it's $100 for your team of four. And you can book in advance at the uh, Chamber website, ICCCTO.com slash shop, and get in there and get your your team in. Friends of Sinn Féin will be presenting a reception with Martin Kenny TD in uh, Montreal on Friday, the 8th of November, 5.15 to 8.30. Um, and you can get more information by giving them a call. Uh, 514-805-1097. Tickets are $35, and there's uh, food and beverages available. Um, and then the uh, friends and supporters of Sinn Féin are also having an event here at the Hot House in uh, at the St. Lawrence Market there. On the 9th of November, it's their annual dinner, and the guest speaker is also Martin Kenny, uh, TD. And you know there that the hothouse is right there at Church and Front Streets. Tickets are $125. And if you want to um, go to Friends of Sinn Féin website, fosfc.com, 
you can uh, get other information on that event. He'll also be in Ottawa. On He's a busy man. He'll be in Ottawa on the 10th of November at the Heart and Crown in the market. It's a great little pub there in the market. And for ticket information, again, you can uh, go to the uh, Friends of Sinn Féin website. On the 9th of November, from 8 till 11.30, there's an open door Cayley. Everybody is welcome as usual, beginners and adults.